Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 105.7 The Fan. Oh, boy. Nothing says share, right? Orioles playoffs and Ravens Steelers and Maryland Ohio State like share. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Now, I was single digits when this song came out. And you all know I'm old now, so. You Googleize it if you choose to do so. It's Vinny and Haiti. 1057 The Band. Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick a song. Favorite female artist of band will play it for you. That's what it's called. Woman Crush Wednesday for. Joining us now to talk baseball playoffs. Wild card round started yesterday. Game twos are all today. And if necessary, game threes will be tomorrow. Orioles still waiting for their opponent as their debut for the postseason will be Saturday time and opponent as we said to be decided yet first home playoff game for the Orioles since the 2014 ALCS and here to talk about that and more a guy who was covering the team back when they were playing playoff games at Camden Yards he's our colleague on Baltimore baseball tonight he's joining us on the WGK law guest hotline let's welcome in Jim Hunter Jim what is up Hello there, partner. How are you? Doing all right. And as a fellow baseball fan, this is like Christmas in October. So we'll start with the wild card games yesterday in the American League. And obviously the one that impacts the Orioles the most, Texas, Tampa. Rays got swept last year. Texas in for the first time in a couple of years. Your impressions of the win by the Rangers, a team that kind of scuffled at times. They had an eight-game losing streak. At one point this season, but Jordan Montgomery, I guess, had to be the story of the day, or what else kind of caught your fancy there? Well, you know, the the Rangers actually tied the Astros for the best record in that AL West, but they lost the tiebreaker, which is why they're in the wild card. And, you know, when you have a a pitching performance like Montgomery did yesterday, uh, you're going to have a really good chance to win, and they did. And the other thing, very un-Tampa Bay-like. I, I can't remember a playoff game where a team made four errors in in one game in the playoffs. And, you know, they, it's hard to come back from that because you're giving uh, your opposition extra outs. You're giving uh, the opponent uh, extra bases. And it, it just was a very un-Tampa Bay-like game. But I'll tell you, I, I, I'm really impressed with Texas because – they're on the road. They, they flew from Seattle after the game on Sunday to get to Tampa very late on uh, Sunday night. And uh, they came out and they, they just really performed. So, you know, they're, they're a team to be reckoned with. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, they're, 
they're trying to go out there today and win so they could sweep the series and get to Baltimore and relax a little bit. Uh, a lot of people have been commenting, and I'm, Jim, I'm sure you have an opinion on this as well. The seeding process in the MLB playoffs, for instance, the Orioles are the number one seed, and they have to play the winner of Tampa and Texas. The 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 Blue Jays win; they're the sixth seed, and they would get um, they would get Houston. Uh, should there be a reseeding sort of thing going on, or is it just the way that life is and deal with it? Well, I, I think, Bob, Major League Baseball is still living in the 1970s. And uh, I, I agree with you. I think there should be a reseeding because if you're the Orioles and you play all year to have the best record in the league, when you get to the divisional round, which they will on, on Saturday, uh, they should face the opponent that has the, uh, the, the lower seed. I mean, they do it in football, so why not do it? In baseball, I mean, it, it, it's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, if Tampa wins, Tampa finished, what, two games behind the Orioles for the division, and the Orioles would have to face them. So I, I would think that it would be behoove Major League Baseball to go ahead and reseed, uh, reset the, uh, the, the seedings because the Orioles deserve to play whatever – Whatever team survives in the wild card, the lesser seed uh, of the teams remaining. Yeah, put it in perspective, everybody. The standings, the Orioles and the Rays had the two best records in the uh, American League, and they might face each other here in the divisional round of the playoffs to Jim's Port. Point, let's get to the National League. Diamondbacks, Carroll with a big day as they upset the Brewers game one as they beat their ace, Corbin Burns. But what about Philly? Philly gets the wild card. They know they're, they've known they're going to be the wild card because Atlanta run away with the division. But how dangerous is Philadelphia? They beat the Braves last year. Jim, they're obviously not going to be intimidated, intimidated by them if they see them again. This is a World Series pedigree team that seems to be relishing a little October baseball here. You know, they, they looked really good last night, Bob, and uh, I was very impressed uh, watching that game. And the, the fact that they went to the World Series last year as the, a wild card team, I totally agree with you. I, I don't think they're intimidated by anything. Their attitude was, let's just get to the playoffs. They're the number one wild card team in, in the National League, which means they get the home games. And that crowd last night was really behind them. So if I'm anybody else in the National League, and I know the Braves ran away, as you said, uh, the Dodgers had a great year, another 100-win season, but the Phillies are a very dangerous team moving forward uh, in the National League playoffs. Jim Hunter, our colleague, Baltimore baseball tonight, longtime voice of the Orioles, joining us here, Vinny and Hayden, 105.7 The Fan. Orioles again waiting for Tampa or Texas. We assume Bradish gets the ball game one. Maybe a strong assumption it's going to be Grace in game two. Is it to be determined game three, depending on where the Orioles might be in regards to the series, if they're 1-1, 0-2? that something Brandon Hyde might take into account here over the next few days? Well, that, that's a very good point. Uh, although I think they're probably going to slot the starters before they get to Saturday's game. Because, you know, John Means is going to be in there and probably Gibson is going to be the other guy that, that's going to get a start. Uh, but I agree with you. I, I think Bradish goes in game one. He was the best pitcher on this team this year. 
And then I think Grayson goes in game two because you'd like him to have the atmosphere of pitching at Camden Yards in a playoff game. Uh, that that way, you know, the, the hope is is that they, they go on the road up 2-0 and, and the pitching does well. Uh, I really think Means pitches game three to get the lefty in there, and then I think Gibson goes in, the, in game four. But, uh, you know, you make a good point, Bob. I mean, it, it all depends on how the first two games go at Camden Yards and what they're facing as they go on the road because we got to remember it's the best three out of five, and those games are very, very precious. Hey, Jim, I don't know what you thought. I mean, but, like, when you turned on that first game yesterday, the Tampa game, it's like, eh, it just looks like a regular game. I mean, because there was nobody in the stands. Then you put the Twins game on and then the Philly game. I mean, that that you didn't want to leave the TV. I mean, I was watching that Philly game, the intensity and how the players were screaming and the fans. I, th- I loved it. It was like that, that to me, is that's playoff baseball. You know what, uh, Vinny, I, I totally agree, and it, it's so disappointing. And, again, you know, TV has a lot to do with this, and the Rays getting that 3 o'clock start time, and they, they have it again today uh, because uh, nobody thinks uh, that, that they're going to watch the Rays on TV. So, as a result, the networks uh, want other teams. Uh, but it's very, very disappointing that the fans in Tampa, I mean, as Bob pointed out, they won 99 games. I mean, this is a very, very good team, and it's too bad that the the fan base down there. And, you know, I understand there's a lot of retirees in in St. Petersburg, and they don't necessarily want to go to major league games, but uh, the other atmosphere is, you're right, Minnesota was off the charts exciting. Uh, The Philly game was off the charts exciting. Even in Milwaukee, even though they lost, the Brewer fans were behind their team. So it's too bad that you have such a, a, a very well-run franchise in Tampa Bay and nobody goes to the games. Hey, Jim, I, I was telling Bob earlier, when I was watching, like, the Philly game, and I see, like, Harper's compete level and how hard he plays, to me that's Gunnar Henderson. You know, that's a, a very good comparison, <laughs> although I think Bryce Harper is a, a little bit ahead on the food chain uh, at this stage of his career, but – uh, Gunner deserved to be the most valuable Oriole. Uh, he is without a doubt a very important part of this team. And uh, I, I think the future is so bright in Baltimore because of all these young players who are coming. Uh, I mean, this offseason is going to be very interesting because the roster decisions they're going to have to make with the Rule 5 draft. I mean, who, who do they add to the 40-man just so they don't lose them in the Rule 5? I mean, they're, they're so talented and they're so deep it's going to be a major major decision for Mike Elias and his staff uh, but uh, I totally agree with you I think uh, Gunnar Henderson is well on his way to being a star in this league Jim Hunter colleague Baltimore baseball tonight Jim last thing for you the Orioles will be playing who on Saturday time to be determined uh, I believe it's going to be Texas because I, I don't believe they're going to lose two games in a row although Tampa has had a good year and again if they protect the baseball, which they didn't do yesterday, uh, they do have a chance to, to come on. But I, I really believe it's going to be the Rangers. Jim Hunter, always appreciate the time. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right, buddy. And uh, how about Linda Ronstadt for, for a little song today? That's right. Nolan's got you covered there. 
All right, buddy. Jim. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Jim Hunter, it's Vinny and Andy, 1057 The Fan Whip around next. What happened in the world of sports last night? What happened historically? Some really cool stuff for the Orioles for sure because we're in October. That means we have a lot of October baseball to talk about. That means the playoffs. Jeff Urban's going to be joining us inside Maryland sports. Can the Terps pull the stunner? 20-point dogs at Ohio State. And we'll get recruiting updates for both football and basketball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes, the best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Time for the whip around here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. We'll talk more about this subject bottom of the hour with Jeff Ehrman. But Maryland at Ohio State Saturday, noon kickoff. Fox is your TV network, national television. Maryland, 5-0, 2-0 in the Big Ten. Ohio State ranked number four in the country, coming off a bye. They're 4-0. They're big favorites at 20 points. Obviously, this would be the biggest win of the Mike Loxley era if they could get it. But based on what we've seen the last couple of weeks, Vinny, is your confidence level in winning? I don't think they're going to win, and we'll do our picks on Friday. Right. But I think they'll compete. But... You know, if we're talking about this Maryland team based on the first halves against Charlotte and Virginia, I think they get blown out. I think the last couple of weeks have at least given us hope that they might compete for 60 minutes in this game. Yeah, Bob, I would love to see, like, the Colorado-USC. You know, like, Maryland loses if they, you know, like a high, like a 48-41 one-score game, exciting game. Yeah, but don't fall behind by 20 like Colorado. (laughs) Yeah. But I, but I'm, but what I'm saying is is be a be a competitive be competitive 
And then if they find a way to win, you know, I mean, when Urban was kneeling down and doing all that stuff, they should have won that game. Yeah, that was when McFarlane rushed for almost 300 yeah. yards. Speaking of Colorado, Travis Hunter is going to miss the next two games, continue, uh, continuing to recover from a lacerated liver. That is Deion Sanders yesterday. He got hurt in the Colorado State game. Yeah, you've got a lacerated liver. So, I mean, I don't – I'm not – like if it was a kidney, I, I guess you got to stop peeing blood, you know, because I've, I've had that with a liver. I'm not sure. But, I mean, with those kind of things, yeah, you – you uh, make sure that you take care of your players properly, especially, you know, a young kid like that. You don't want him being in any harm's way or chance to hurt it again. Uh, Iowa loses their quarterback, Cade McNamara, for the remainder of the season with an ACL tear of the Michigan transfer. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bob, they weren't scoring a lot of points, and I don't know what that does for Ference, the offensive coordinator. He's got that deal, you know, in his contract. He's got to average 25 points a game, or he loses $50,000. In, in his contract. So I, I think, yeah, yeah, because their offense was so bad. So I, they're, uh, they're going to they have a hard time scoring points. That's the problem they have. It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057 the fan whip around here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Is it preseason or exhibition hockey? Pre- exhibition. Yeah, it used to be, it was exhibition baseball, exhibition football. Yeah. To make it sound less unimportant, they made it preseason, I guess is the terminology. Well, last night, like, I watched a little bit when I was flipping through the channels, Bob, and the Caps, Penguins, it was five, very competitive. 5-4 against the Bruins. Yeah. Kuznetsov, uh, yeah. a couple assists, Strom, a couple assists, mm-hmm. Tom Wilson had a goal. So the Caps, you know, we're coming up on a couple of weeks away from face-off to start the season. You're still not uh, – Ovi didn't play last night. No. But you're still uh-huh. not uh, – Optimistic about uh, at least getting into one of those eight seeds here or not? Uh, well, Bob, it's still Ovi, Kanetsov, Carlson, Backstrom, Wills. All, all the guys they're really counting on, they're all in their 30s. I just don't know. In some cases, late 30s. Yeah, so I, I just don't know if they're going to be there for the long haul. And, you know, and a lot of those other teams, the Devils, the Rangers, you know, the people in their c- conference – they're good and they're young, so I think it's going to be tough because you know some of those mid thirty they're going to get hurt. Blackhawks beat Detroit. Connor Bedard, number one pick in the draft, they had a goal and two assists. Yeah, I'm anxious to watch uh, old Connor. Connor, I, I want to see. I mean, Bob, I, I, I saw him play a bunch when he was eight, nine, ten. You know, at that age. I, and Bob, let me just say this: when he was eight and all that, you knew his name then. You know, I mean, they talk. Because he was Western Cat, he's from Vancouver area, and then when we would play tournaments in Toronto, everybody would know of Bedard. And Charlie played with him in, in a tournament. They were on the same line together. You know what Charlie said about? But I think they were ten. Uh, he said, uh, "I don't think he's ever passed the puck." <laughs> Boy, he passed it last night. He had two assists. Yeah. Uh, 1969 Orioles history. Orioles start their playoff run. Hopefully, a long one. Saturday opponent to be determined. At Oriole Park in Camden Yards. But 1969 Memorial Stadium. First ever ALCS game. 12-inning affair. Boog Powell hit a home run off Jim Perry in the bottom of the ninth to tie it at three. And then Paul Blair dropped a suicide squeeze bunt to score Mark Belanger as the Orioles stunned the Twins 4-3. to Tony Oliva 
hit a two-run homer for the Twins that day. Frank Robinson, Mark Belanger hit homers for the Orioles. Brooks Robinson had four hits. Dick Hall got the win. Year later, at the Met, telling you the Orioles and Twins are playing in the ALCS. It's happening. It's going down. That'd be cool. It's going down. But 53 years ago, Metropolitan Stadium, Frank Robinson, two-run bomb. David Johnson, three-run jack. Boog had three ribbies as the Orioles blow out the Twins 11-3 on their way to a three-game sweep. Dave McNally got the win. 1971, Memorial Stadium, ALCS game two against the A's. Boog, two-run homer. Brooks, Brooks went deep. Boog hit two homers. Elrod went yard. All off Catfish Hunter. Ooh. Hall of Famer. Mike Cuera got the win. 69-70-71. The Orioles won the division three years in a row. One of the great teams in the history of baseball. If you don't know, Google it. Learn something here on Vinny and Haney. They were 3-0, 3-0, Swept all three series. 1979, Memorial Stadium. Eddie Murray, three-run bomb, drove in four. Kiko Garcia, two for three, two ribbies. Al Bumbry, three for four, two runs scored. As the Orioles beat the Angels 9-8, Orioles were actually winning 9-1. And then California, as they were called at that time, they chipped away, chipped away, chipped away, but it wasn't enough as the Orioles win game two. They uh, go up two games to none, would eventually win in four. And then in the NFL, down at FedEx Field, the lovely football venue that that is. The Ravens taking on, as they were called then, the Washington football team and Lamar Jackson did Lamar Jackson stuff. Third and four. Jackson keeps it himself up the middle. He's got room. Lamar Jackson. Open field. Inside the 20. He is in. Lamar. Spectacular. Andrew Catalan on the call. That was CBS Sports. Lamar Jackson. 50-yard TD run. Also threw two touchdowns. Uh, Mark Andrews. 25 and 22 yards. Mark Ingram scored on a rushing touchdown. Matthew Judon. Had two sacks for the Ravens. Jalen Ferguson had a sack. Dwayne Haskins scored a touchdown on that day. Ravens win 31-17. Sadly, what a difference three years makes for two of those people we just talked about. And then Judon's having surgery today. But uh, I think the Haskins and the Fergie ones are the more uh, dramatic. But Judon's good. He's got his money as he's out there in New England making Pro Bowls for the Patriots. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, we'll talk Maryland, Ohio State looming, taking on the uh, Maryland Terrapins. Maryland, of course, they're 20-point underdogs, 5-0 and for the first time in 22 years. The chances are what? Jeff Ehrman's going to share his thoughts inside MDSports.com at the Funhouse Trip. Nolan McGraw, news from the Nest Cordell Woodland's going to be joining us top of the hour. Talk about those 3-1 and Ravens. Is this a trap game, air quotes, against Pittsburgh? Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan, Woman Crush Wednesday. It's for you, Jim Hunter. Linda Ronstadt. You're no good. You're no good. You're no good. Not you, Jim. Song. Repeating the lyrics. Terps are at Ohio State Saturday. 20-point underdogs. That spread has gone from 17.5, which it was on Monday morning, by the way, courtesy of Caesars Sportsbook, up to 20. Buckeyes coming off the bye. Maryland coming off a trouncing, expected trouncing, that is, 
of Indiana, Bob Haney, Vince Rado, Nolan McGraw. Let's bring in InsideMarylandSports.com. Talk about that game. Get a recruiting update for both football and basketball. Let's welcome in on the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Jeff Ehrman. Jeff, good morning. What is going on? Hey, Bob and Vinny. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing all right, Jeff. Appreciate your time as always. All right, 5-0. and oh, And, yeah, we're lamenting the 14-0 uh, fall behinds, if you will, against Charlotte and Virginia, and they come back and win both games rather handily. But the next two, blowout at Michigan State, expected. Blowout at home against Indiana, expected. So as we look at this 5-0, and oh, the frustrating parts for you – and what are the things that really maybe give us hope that the Terps could possibly get over that eight-win threshold this year? Yeah, I don't know if there's been – well, the frustrating part, I think, would be what you mentioned, those, those bad starts and those two back-to-back games against Charlotte and Virginia going down 14 nothing in both games as a heavy favor. But, they, I mean, you know, they ended up dominating the final three quarters of those games. They seem to have – put that habit behind them in the past two games against Michigan state and Indiana and getting off to strong starts. So I don't know if there's a really a frustrating part. There's more question marks to me, obviously about the level of competition they've played. You know, it's hard to recall a team that's played five games, nearly half a season. And you still really don't know how good they are just because of the schedule that they've played. So that's been advantageous, obviously for them to get to five and zero and set themselves up where, you know, you pull off one upset the rest of the way, you know, you could have a magical season. Ohio State can be tough. Obviously, they're almost three touchdown underdogs for a reason. I think, you know, my biggest question is the defense. They've kind of masked a few weaknesses with all the turnovers they've been forcing. Uh, you know, are they going to be able to hang up front against the Ohio State offensive line? You know, how are they going to do in the secondary? They don't have a lot of depth at cornerbacks. So, you know, there are some big question marks, but at least, you know, for Maryland fans, there's also a lot more upside this year than there's been in quite a while. And you talk about the defense, and I know Maryland's run defense isn't exactly uh, one of the best in the offensive or in the uh, world of college football. But on the other side, the offensive line, uh, what are the concerns here, at least against the Buckeyes, that they can keep Leah upright for four quarters here? Yeah, I mean, that that is a concern, I would say, just in terms of when you play Ohio State, no matter what, you're going against, you know, just a whole mob of four- and five-star kind of talents. That said, you know, Ohio State hasn't been great getting to the quarterback. I think they're toward the bottom of the Big Ten in sacks. Maryland's offensive line was a huge question mark coming into the season, replacing all those starters, replacing two guys who got drafted. And they've been really good in pass protection. You know, they've kept him pretty clean. I think he's only been sacked three times so far. So, you know, that's that's been a strong point. I think they, they, there's a good chance that they'll hold up there. You know, to me, the bigger question is run blocking. They haven't been as good with run blocking. The running game has been decent, but not dominant against teams that they probably should be dominant against. And so that that to me is the big question mark. You got to be able to establish the run at least a little bit, you know, to keep keep the ball away, obviously, and and uh, and not rely on just passing fifty times to keep Ohio State from jumping ahead big on you. Jeff, where does, if any, does Maryland have the advantage at any position in any of the three phases? Hello, Jeff Herman. That might be a strong no. Yeah. I'm assuming we're going to get him he, back. He just on said, there. "Screw it," and just hung <laughs> up. <laughs> he, said, 
mean, that's a mic drop is what it is. But it's Vinny at 81057, the Fed, Jeff Furman, inside MD Sports. Joining us, Maryland at Ohio State. Terps 20-point dogs trying to get to 6-0 with a win, whether it's by a point or by 50 points. If Maryland wins that game with Illinois looming, Terps got a very realistic chance at 7-0. But first things first, let's get Jeff back in here on the WGK Logcast Hotline. Jeff Furman, Modern Technology, your friend and your foe, Vinny was asking, where if Maryland has an advantage over the Buckeyes in any phase, what would it be? Yeah, you're asking such tough questions. I had to hang up on you. Yeah, right. You were flabbergasted. Uh, by right. No, um, you know, it, it, I think the advantage that you're hoping for is the passing game is really good. Talia Tungavailoa mm-hmm. has been probably the best quarterback in the Big Ten. You know, Ohio State does have a strong defense, but that's really what you're going to rely on because they're going to Ohio State's going to score some points. You know, there's no question. Like if you right now could say you'll hold them to 35, you would probably take that. No question. So, you know, the passing game's got to get going because I don't think they're going to be able to just consistently run the ball for first downs. And then, you know, more turnovers would be huge. Turnovers have led the way for the defense. And so, you know, it's such a cliche, but they really have to win the turnover margin. Hey, Jeff, if the score is what at the half, you're feeling good. That's tough because the score was pretty good at the half last year and they didn't manage to pull it off, you know, but I think you're feeling good if you're at least tied, you know, in any game that you're, you're that big of an underdog, at least tied uh, at halftime. And, you know, I think they, I think they'll come out strong. I don't think it'll be one of those games, you know, they've, the trips to Ohio state have been miserable for them. Mm-hmm. They've, they've lost four trips there by an average of 63 to 17, Oof. which is really amazing amazing number. So I don't feel like this is going to be one of those games, you know, the games that they've really threatened Ohio state and nearly beat them. We're both at home. They haven't shown that they can compete with them at the horseshoe, but I think there's a, there's a real chance they could at least give them a game. He is Jeff Furman inside MDSports.com. Jeff, where we let you roll. Let's get a men's basketball recruiting update. I saw Boogie plan gave Maryland the Cundiff there as he's narrowed it down to three and the Terps aren't one of those three. Derek Queen still very much in play. Give us a status report on Willard's upcoming recruiting class, trying to follow up on the really good one he had this year. Yeah, you know, Derek Queen is obviously the big the big fish. Uh, he'll be visiting Houston this weekend and then Maryland, I believe, in three weeks, and that'll be his final official visit. I would think he would decide, you know, not too long after that, although you never know with these really big-time recruitments and all the people handling them behind the scenes and the marketing and the NIL. You have no idea sometimes uh, how things are going to develop. But I think, you know, I think they're in good shape there. I'm not going to say he's going to be a Terp, but – you know, I've had them as the favorite for a while now. I still feel like they're the favorite. Obviously, if you miss on him, that, that would be a big whiff because, you know, they're the one of very few teams that still don't have a commitment for next year uh, with the caveat there that they only have, at the moment, two scholarships open for next year. Yeah, and I was very much looking forward to saying Boogie Wonder Fland for at least a <laughs> year down in College Park. But it's not happening. Looks like Kentucky, Alabama, and Indiana are the finalists there. Jeff, we appreciate the time as always, but tell everyone about your website, please. Yeah, the site is InsideMDSports.com. We're on the CBS Sports and 24-7 Sports Network, and we cover Terps, everything you need to know. It's there all day, every day, so come check us out. Jeff, enjoy the rest of your Woman Crush Wednesday, and we will talk to you soon, I'm sure.
You too. Thanks, guys. You got it. Jeff Ehrman, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. Funny house. Nolan McGraw coming up in a matter of minutes. Get your text in there. 410-583-1057. Plaza for text line. Cordell joining us. News from the Nest. Cordell Woodland, that is, from Shaking It Up Sports. Let's count our midweek money at 1215. Buy or sell that. Tony Penty. Orioleshangout.com. We'll talk about the number one farm system in Major League Baseball. Winning the AAA championship with tons of prospects on that team. And obviously get Tony's thoughts on the playoffs. Opponent to be determined. Texas versus Tampa. Rangers up one game to none. And then Vinny will break down the uh, win against Cleveland defensively. Ravens only gave up three points, so it sounds like it was good. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney. 105.7 The Fan. Woman crush Wednesday. Rangers trying to close out the Rays. Got your starting lineups there. 308 first pitch of the drop for the homestanding Tampa Bay Ball Club. Zach Eflin's on the hill. Diaz leading off at first to Rosarena, left field. Ramirez, your DH. Lowe's in right field. Paredes, third base. Margot, center field. Meade, second base. Wall, shortstop. Pinto behind the dish. For the Rangers, trying to uh, finish off this series and then come to Baltimore on Saturday. Simeon's at second base. Seager, shortstop. Grossman, DH. Garcia, right field. Lowe's in right field. Haim behind the plate. Tavares, center field. Josh Young's at third base. Carter's in left field. Nathan Avaldi, all-star here in 2023. Looking to seal the deal there. NFL news, and we'll talk more about this NFL lunch and with Ryan Wilson. Coming up around 1.15, we just talked to Jeff Ehrman inside MD Sports. Well, former Terp, J.C. Jackson just got traded from the Chargers back to the Patriots. Oh. After Gonzalez is out probably for the year. Right. And Chargers are like, boy, we made a colossal mistake giving this guy all that money. So they just traded him back to the place in which he became an all-pro and earned that free agent cash. So J.C. Jackson, former Terp, he's going back to New England to play for Bill Belichick. Let's bring in Nolan McGraw here. Quick draw, what's happening? Doing good. Loving this playoff baseball. Obviously, you have a high interest every year, but it's extra special with the Orioles in it. You're watching the Rays and the Rangers. Who are the Orioles going to face? And I was stunned yesterday. Many things. One, attendance for the Rays. Mm -hmm. Two, the errors. Four in one game. It was just the most uncharacteristic performance I've seen from a team that you could argue has been one of the most rock solid, not just this year, over the span of the last Go back four to or five two, years. 2008 is when they really started to flash mm-hmm. as a contending team. By the way, Evan Longoria, who was one of the stars of their early renaissance, he made a huge play for Arizona yesterday as well. But, I mean, are we really stunned by their attendance? They've been drawing flies forever. And if I read this correctly, even their maximum attendance is only like 25, 26,000 at right. the drop. I and mean, I, the new stadium, their building's what, 30,000 capacity? Now, I had to look it up because I saw that uh, 20,000 capacity, that can't be. It's, act- it's double that, but remember, they tarp off the upper deck. I mean, tarping off the upper deck for a playoff game is just obscene. I'd rather just put cardboard cutouts up there. Yeah. And you still can't fill it. You cut you cut your uh, capacity in half and you still can't fill it. Yeah, but the the Rays, to your point, Nolan, did not look sharp. Jordan Montgomery was outstanding for them. 
Twins. Tell you, it's the Twins and the Orioles in the ALCS going back to 1969-1970. Hey, I'll take it. If that means getting the Astros out of here, I'll take it. I'm not peeing down my leg about the Houston Astros, but that's just me. Bruja's in a little bit of trouble, and I think the Marlins are going to go quietly. Zach Wheeler has been really good in the postseason during his career, and he did it again last night. So, yeah, some good games yesterday. Just see if uh, Aaron Nola can back him up. He's been a little shaky this year. Now – We've got playoff fun here on the fan today, right? I don't uh, want to give out fake news. Fake no. news. Same schedule as yesterday. Rays, Rangers on the bet. Phillies, Marlins also on the bet. Here on the fan, Brewers, Diamondbacks. Yeah, Peralta against Gallon, one of the leading candidates for the Cy Young of the National League, which is going to be Spencer Strider. What else you got going on over there, Nolan? Nothing particular. No. I'm kind of bummed about Boogie Flan. I was looking forward to Boogie Wonderfland. Well, when you don't... Especially he's a top 10 recruit. Let's be honest. Super terrific. None of us have seen Boogie. Boogie. (laughs) But, you know. Speak for yourself and that Boogie in there over there. I don't really know what I'm missing is what I'm getting. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Other than the cool name? Come on, man. You got to work it all in together to one big awesome thing. Let's go to the fun house. Speaking of awesome. Quick draws, funhouse. Oh, you were loving that. Oh, Cal- I would have drove Calvin all crazy. This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Well, we did get a a couple texts here on the Rays. This first one says they can make whatever excuse they want. The fact is they just don't have a fan base. Uh, That game could have been played in prime time. It would have looked exactly the same. It could have been played in Kevin Cash's backyard, and they probably couldn't have drawn 5,000 people. They're a good team. I wouldn't dismiss them quietly, but I don't get it. I mean, I'm not from Florida. I guess it's a transient area to some level. And retirees, as we talked about with Jim Hunter, what, retired people don't like baseball? I feel like they're the main demographic for baseball. they like Seinfeld. (laughs) I like Seinfeld. Maybe I should retire. Uh, This one here, Texter says, Reseeding debate aside, I think we can all agree changing the wild card from a one game to a best of three was a great call. Sure. Intensity still remains, but imagine a 99-win team like the Rays going home last night. Well, in postseason sports, any sport. Didn't uh, hockey last year, Bruins set the record for points, right? Yep, yep. I mean, obliterated, and they were bounced in the first round. Purdue, college basketball, great season they had. Zach Eady, number one guy. See ya. How about Iowa State? When they were like, what, the one or two seed, they lost to the 17. Oh, Vinny, there have been way better teams than the two we just talked about get bounced early. But point is, you can never count on any. I remember your golden boy, Joe Montana, getting booed off the field in 87 when Anthony Carter was whipping them a new a-hole. 1987, they set the record for points in the season. You weren't there yet. You were at Notre Dame. They were 13-2-1, or it's 13-2 is the strike year. And Minnesota blew them out of Candlestick Park, and Montana got benched and booed off the field. That's a fact. Google it. We don't lie. Well, I don't anyway. How about this one here from Chris? Says he's rooting for the Rangers, uh, not just from a uh, division hatred standpoint, but 
Feels like the Orioles handled them better or a little bit more with ease this season than they handled the Rays. Uh, And also says he'd rather go up against their pitching than Tampa Bay's pitching. Well, again, uh, forget all about that stuff. Jordan Montgomery was great. Evaldi was an all-star this year. Granted, no Max Scherzer. DeGrom's been out forever. Throw all of the trends out the window. It all goes away once the games begin. I'd rather face. Hey, I'd rather play the Kansas City Royals. Unfortunately, they didn't qualify for the playoffs. And one last one here. Texter says the Terps are doing great so far, but not quite ready to take down a team like Ohio State. I think they're still on track for another generic mayonnaise bowl this year. Ah, oh, come on, man. What's up with the mayonnaise bowl? No love for bowl? Dukes? Dukes mayo? Uh... I like mayonnaise, uh, well, as you can tell by the belly I'm sporting here nowadays. Yes, I do like mayonnaise. But let's put it this way. I don't disagree. I think Maryland is going to lose. I'm not going to yeah, spoil I anything. Agree. I agree with that. Hopefully they hang within that 20 and yeah. don't get embarrassed on national television. But let's look at this hypothetical. If Maryland wins, top 12 at least next week, you got Illinois at home. Now you're, let's see, it's a 5 and 6 and 7 and 0. Then at Northwestern, 8 and 0 with Penn State coming to town in early November. That'd be the biggest college football game Maryland's played in forever. We would need the Ohio State quarterback to get benched because he's thrown like three picks. Or Maryland to stop the run, which could be a big area of concern coming up this week against the Buckeyes. We'll get into all of that and more next two days. David Evans will be joining us tomorrow. Keith Cavan on Friday. But when we come back, Cordell Woodland talk Ravens news from the Nets with him. Ravens back at practice today. Did make a couple of roster moves. We'll get into that. So stay tuned. Let's count that cash. Hopefully at 1215 with buy or sell. Orioles hangout brings us Tony Penty. We'll put a bow on the Orioles season down on the farm and get Tony's thoughts on the playoffs. And then we have Vinny's film study. Ravens beat the Browns 28-3. It was a rookie quarterback. I get it, but it's 28-3. They have to get credit for something, right? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 